Aloha, everyone. This is Crypto Gumbo. And Q, the abolitionist. We have a good show for you today. We had Free Coiner, which has a YouTube channel on, and we talked about cryptocurrency, uh, the state of the world, politics, you name it. We went there. I thought it was pretty dope. I liked it. I had a good time talking to this guy. Um, at first, you know, you might, you, might, you might have noticed I was a little standoffish because um, I just wasn't quite sure about where we were going. But, but I tell you, once we got, once we meshed and, mm-hmm. the, and we started the gel, I think you can, I think you can, I think you'll notice it because I felt it. I felt that, okay, it, it's starting to gel. It's, it's rolling. It got real fluid, real nice. I, think. I was tingling. Were you? Yeah. We're not, this is a family show, bro. We shouldn't be talking not about that. Not that kind of tingle. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But uh, uh, yeah, I never know where we're going. So uh, I don't pretend to be some sort of expert in anything except for being an expert and not being an expert. So That's, it was a good well, show though. You must kind of, go subscribe to Free Corner's YouTube channel. Oh, it's also on Twitter, but you'll hear that in the show. Yep. All right, guys. So without further ado, I think this is episode 31. I think you're right. Yippee Kaye. Episode 31. All right. Well, here here we go, fellas. All right. And ladies. So yeah, like I was saying, I think I think you being being you being what we call that unpissoffable. Unpissoffable. Yeah, crypto gumbo is unpissoffable. I've tried; it doesn't work. He does not know how to get angry. I do. Not it's know. just I, I try to avoid it. Like you know how <laughs> you know how how much emotional baggage I have to carry around when I get angry. You know, do you know what it does to me? It's so draining. I bet I'm too lazy to stay angry. Well, so. <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm, you're I'm, not I'm, wrong i tell you i'm a hothead you know that and i and and, oh, and i say it again <laughs> let's go ahead and say it again <laughs> yes i know that i'm a hothead dude and so when i lose it when i blast off like that man it's so draining i've seen q the abolitionist in some predicaments y'all oh, let me tell you <laughs> just losing it dude it's so draining and it's like it's draining because you're right or i'm right like I'm right and I know I'm right. And that's what makes me mad is everybody else in the world is wrong. And I'm, and I am correct 100%. And uh, yeah, when that gets going, so, so I, I admire that you were able to stay so calm. Well, I just tried to not uh, waste my, my, my one chance to get it right. So I hold on to it, you know, and when it's yeah. time, it's time. So. Dude, we went to, uh, what, what did you do today? What are you doing today? I mowed the yard. It's about yeah. time. That was looking shaggy, dog. I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was about to roll. I mowed my yard yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Hey, son, let's go take care of, let's go take care of Uncle Gumbo's yard. Hey, you, you say, you say I'm that just kidding, shaggy, just, like, like shaggy is bad. Zoinks! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm messing with you. Do you know what happened? Uh, well, I don't know. I got a couple notes. Um, what are you drinking? I saw you had a coffee cup. What is that? Sipping on some sparkling water, my man. Sparkling water. You know what this is? What you got there? Is that a rain? Uh-oh. Cue the abolitionist is going to make it rain. Ready? Here we go. Snap, crackle. Yum. Did that come through? Could you hear that? Yeah, I heard it. 
Loud and clear. Yeah. <laughs> what I- Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I got something for you. Yeah. So, so there's like a media blackout for this weird inland hurricane thing that hit Iowa. Did you see What that? is that? I have but, no uh, idea. The derecho or what is that? Derecho? Yeah. So, so I've seen this, this, there's this chick on, on uh, Twitter that had that TikTok videos and she, I guess she's in Iowa. Well, she was saying that Iowa's number one for pigs, uh, eggs, and uh, something else. But she, she was hinting at, hey, there's going to be food shortages now. So that's weird. And it's, there's like no, no coverage of it. Like you have to dig for it. Well, there was going to be a food shortage anyway. Well, I know that you know? makes it worse. Yeah. This is, oh man, that's not good. What it, but what is a derecho? Do we know, know what that is? I don't even know what an inland hurricane is. What is that? It just <laughs> is that is that what a derecho is? Is it inland hurricane? Maybe. Uh, it just says here inland township, Cedar County, Iowa. Uh, there's an inland hurricane that tore through Iowa. You probably didn't hear about it. Um, hundreds or th- uh, of thousands of uh, Iowans remain without power after rare storm damage. Damages thousands of crops. And am I saying it wrong? I don't know. A derecho, da-ra-cho. I'm reading it off of the, uh, off of the, the, the Google dictionary. Yeah. Um, a line of intense, widespread, and fast-moving windstorms, and sometimes thunderstorms, that moves across a great distance and is characterized by damaging winds. Dude, you know what that is. That's, total, that's, that's totally weather manipulation, using harp, blasting the ionosphere with uh, particles, energized particles, so that they can destroy the food, so that we're going to have shortages to make this, to, to, to make things even worse on Americans. <laughs> I need to get my backyard garden up and running, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Micro garden, what? <laughs> my garden sucks so bad. We just, we just tore it out. I'm not lying. Yeah, so like none of my plants were producing. Here I am in Hawaii, a twelve-month gross grow season, right? You can you can grow year-round here, right? And I cannot get a backyard garden to be to be fruitful. I can't. Are you saying that you lack a green thumb, dude? I don't know what it is. I mean, I thought that. I mean, it's it's Hawaii. I got water. I got sun. I got good dirt. You know, I don't know what else you need. Hey, I got to go out there if, with an ukulele and sing to it or what? If, if, if Maynard James Keenan from Tool can grow grapes for wine in, in Arizona, you better get that micro garden going. Dude, right? I don't know what to do. You got a garden? No, I did. Back in the day when I, when I lived in Salt Lake and I had oh, a, yeah. a, a, a lanai and I had a little micro garden. You know? Yeah. So, not Salt Lake City, but Salt Lake, the, the place on Oahu. Yeah, not Salt Lake I've never, City. I've never been to Salt Lake City. I don't think you want to go there. I, well, I did go through Utah, but uh, there's just like nice rocks and stuff as we drove through. <laughs> oh, big honey, ones, look. Big rocks. Look, there's a rock over there, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't have been. See, that's what I don't get is like, grand, like, so that's Utah and there's like dirt and rocks and stuff. And I'm sure other things I'm probably, you know, but like Arizona. Going yeah. to the Grand Canyon. Like, I get it. Okay, it's a big, big, big hole in the ground. Yeah. Just, but it's just a big hole in the ground. You know, like, I, help me understand why that's cool. Like, I guess I've never seen it, so I can't say, but, like, Arizona. Isn't that, isn't that where that guy was, was whenever he got his arm stuck and he had to saw it off and they made a movie about it? Was he in Arizona? I don't know. Who does that, though? Go, just climb. Have you ever climbed? Have you done rock climbing before? 
A little bit, man, but nothing crazy. It's, it's kind of like free diving. You never go without a buddy. Don't go by yourself, dummy. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. You need a buddy. You need a battle buddy, right? A battle liberty buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go at it alone, man. You need somebody there. Dude. Oh. I, I couldn't. So, but that's the thing. I don't know if I'd have the stones to just cut my arm off. I guess if you're sitting there and you're stuck and you got to do what you got to do, you got to like, you got to figure it out. Right. But yeah. Hey dude. Think um, about the dark place you have to be to just go look at your pocket knife and your arm and go, Hmm. Dude, yeah. Let's, let's, well, let's you, go ahead you would and do have that. To have exhausted every other option. Like, and you knew you were going to die. Like of I'm telling you right now that if you were in that predicament, you would saw your own. Oh, yeah, I think I would. You're right. But I mean, just think about the dark place you'd have to be, yeah. you know? I mean, I grew up, this is kind of twisted and not the same thing at all, but, but I was thinking about this the other day. I grew up hearing stories about the Donner party, you know, like I'm from, I don't know if you know about those guys, but I'm from Northern California and it's like that whole Oregon trail thing, right? Everybody moving West, you know? And there's, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right? Like you played Oregon trail, but yeah, like yeah. in real life, right? And uh, there's, there's a place up in the Sierra Nevadas, you know, being from Northern California, you hear about this place. It's called Donner Pass, right? It's up in Sierra Nevada mountain range between Sacramento and Reno. And, uh, and there's a, that's kind of the place where this Donner party, this, this, uh, this pioneer crew, this party of people that were coming across from, you know, somewhere East to come to California. And they got stuck in a, in a, in a, in a snowstorm in a blizzard, got lost out in the woods and, and ended up in real bad shape. And by the time mm. they really, by the time they found them, they were like cannibals. They're like eating people, you know? Yeah, that's. Uh, and you know, you, you hear, you hear about that stuff and think about the Puritan mindset, especially back then. It's like, Oh, you ate people. That's like horrible. You sinner. But, but uh, you know, you got to survive. Right. And I don't think they killed anybody. I think they just like whoever died, they just ate them. They were yeah, already dead is what I'm saying. Well, if you can't, you, know? you can only live so long on twigs and, and, and ice <laughs> or whatever, you know? Uh, so, so funny thing about Oregon trail, my aunt used to have an old school PC. And when I was a kid, I would go over there and I'd play Oregon trail. And what's funny is my cousin would come with me sometimes and we would play Oregon trail and everybody, every time somebody died, we'd give them this really stupid name and just like some stupid little saying, cause you could plug it in, you know? And then years later, I forgot about it. And uh, I went back and watched it or was playing it and I was coming, going through all these gravestones and like you come to a point in the, in, in the game where it's like, here lies like jerk sack that, that died of, uh, <laughs> you know, something, whatever. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I can't oh, really tell you what the names are. Oh, wow. That's funny. I bet. Cause we, we played Oregon trail in, in school in elementary school and just kind of like, it was, it was weird being, I think in California, I don't know. Maybe not weird. It was weird to me. I, I had a sense of irony about this whole thing is like, here I am in Sacramento yeah. playing Oregon trail. And that was like one of the destinations for the game is like coming to Sacramento. Right. And it was just kind of like, like, here we are, we're playing this game. Do you, do you leave St. Louis in the summertime or in the fall? Do you have to yeah, pick you, all these? You were like in the coolest place on earth. When I was a kid, I was like eating bugs and playing with dirt and you're in California doing all the cool stuff that all the kids want to do. Let me tell you a little secret, dude. All my family and friends aren't going to like this. Sacramento's not really that great. It's hey, not. It's okay, dude. I'm here for you. I know. I it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I won't go back. I mean, I I, I, I go I'll back to visit to California. Yeah, I go back to visit, and and I tell you, when I get back to California, I'm just like, I just, just <laughs> I just shake my head. Like you know, you know the whole, you know the whole thing where 
like you've heard the thing about a frog in a pot of water. Yeah. Right? And oh, you yeah. slowly turn up the boil, slowly turn up the boil. He doesn't even notice it. And sooner or later, the water's boiling and he's dead, right? And so you take a frog and you throw him into a pot of boiling water, he hops right out. Yeah. And, and that's like me going back to California and seeing all of my family and friends who've just seen the, what used to be like a really cool place. Yeah. Now is like just, just like on the, on the doorstep to hell. You know, yeah. and I walk in there and I'm just looking around going, you guys have just let this place go to hell in a handbasket. And it's not like mom and dad and my brother and his family. It's not like, it's not like they're doing, it. it's just like being around it and, and, and just absorbing it and going, well, this ain't so bad. I guess it's just, what, what's one more thing. Right. And, and you yeah. do that over 25 years and now it's just horrible. It's a horrible place. Yeah. I don't know. That same frog was like, hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> darling. Hello, my ragtop gal. <laughs> I had to. I had to. You're so, you're so stupid. <laughs> we got we got free coiner here, man. He just walked in. <laughs> are you can, are you there? Can you hear us? <laughs> well, oh, looks like he's muted. Oh, he's working it out. Are you there? Just okay, yeah, yeah. Just yell at us when we'll just keep chatting it up. But let, just yell at us when you're when you're working. Um, we'll hear you, and then we'll we'll uh, we're recording already, buddy. So, you know, I can see his avatar. I can change. see it working. Well, so you know what? It, so today. You mowed the lawn. I took my kids to the Arizona Memorial. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I had to work this morning. And then uh, my wife and I realized that we haven't been to the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my oldest to college in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just kind of like looking at things, you know, the things you take, you just like living in Hawaii, the stuff that you take for granted. And I'm looking around going, I don't think I've taken my kids to the Arizona Memorial. And uh, so I took the whole family. And it was neat. It was really neat. Uh, so my son nine, I had to like kind of give him the whole pre-brief, like, Hey, this is, it's going to be kind of fun. Cause you're going out into the middle of the Harbor and you're on a boat and you're going to be seeing this thing. And it's kind of neat, but it's not a video game. It's not a playground. It's not, you know, we're here. This is kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cemetery. Basically there's like a, like a 1100 sailors and Marines that are still stuck on that ship. It's like you know? a living tomb, man. That's yeah. If you watch that video, if, if that doesn't bring tears out of you, then yeah. are, you, are you alive? And I got, and you know, I got, I was looking at that and I started, you know, me, it's like, it's the constant, we've talked about this before, the constant uh, inner turmoil that I experienced with that kind of stuff is being a sailor, of course, and then identifying with the men that are, that are on the, that are entombed on that ship, the USS Arizona below. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being, being a fleet sailor, you know, that used to go and travel the world via the seas and, and you just kind of go, okay, that, that could have been me or, or somebody like me, you know, and, and they were, they were like me at one point, you know, yeah. and, uh, and then you go, okay, well, why did this happen? You think about, of course, as being a libertarian show. So I was thinking about that kind of stuff, like, well, that's what happens when governments get involved, things get violent. And then, you know, here we are, the, you know, December 7th, 1941, Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor and created this problem. And just a couple of weeks ago, we had a, uh, what was it? The, uh, bottom, uh, the, the Hiroshima and Nagasaki air. Um, so oh, that was, yeah, yeah. 75 years, right? 70, I think so. It was 1945. What was it? 2020. Is that 75 years? I don't know. I don't, I don't do math. Stuff. I don't dude. I got to do the math on that. So anyway, that's, yeah, no, it's could 20. You imagine, yeah. Could you imagine 75 years, 75 years, right? on the receiving end of that. I mean, goodness. Yeah. That's. So they say, they say that anywhere between 129,000 and 226,000 people died between those two atomic blasts. That's horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. So the low number is 129 K 129 K that's the low number between those two, two blasts, man. That's, that's ridiculous. Okay. You think about that. I can hear you. I don't, I don't know. It was uh, it's actually a little setting on my, 
headphones here. I had to switch it over. Hey, thanks for working through that. I'm, I'm glad yeah, you were right. just kind of okay. We're recording already, man. We just, uh, we decided we just start kind of ad-libbing and going from there, man. So how you been, Frequenter? What's up? I have been good. Been good. Just, Very good. you know, dealing with everything just like everybody else. Yeah. And, uh, trying to keep my sanity because people are really, ah, man, they're testing me. <laughs> oh my god these times man 2020 come on oh man yeah you know it, it seems to me that uh just so many people are willfully ignorant and they don't want to hear anything else you know at all so uh, yeah it is what it is i guess yeah, yeah. dude so how you guys doing I'm living the dream bro i, I mowed my yard today <laughs> oh you did you did yeah. I, I did yeah. too yeah, yeah. Oh, right i mowed right mine and uh, almost passed out. It's like a hundred and something degrees here. <laughs> Where are you at? Where are you looking? In Texas, Dallas, oh, Texas. All right, that'll, man. That'll that'll yeah. do it, man. That'll yeah, do I'm, it. I'm, I'm from Southwest Louisiana, so I understand. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super humid down there yeah. too. Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was uh I was stationed in my first base was in uh, Alexandria, Louisiana, okay. at England Air Force yeah. Base way back in the day. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. yeah. I'm from close to Fort Polk. That's that's why back in the day when I joined the military, it was not the army. So okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, Fort Polk, man, yeah, they used to always come to the base yeah. and cause trouble, man. We'd end up fighting. <laughs> well, that's standard, right? Whenever you get just other, you have the guys that are in your unit, guys that are maybe on your ship if you're in the navy, you know, and then of course there's always the inner the inner service rivalry between the branches and whatnot. But that's like. When we were in the Navy, if you pulled into a port visit and there was more than one other ship there, if it was like you and like one other ship, the, the, the Liberty brief was always, now don't get in any fights. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. but we were always getting into fights. It didn't matter, you know? Yeah. Hey, but, but, but let an outsider that was never affiliated with the military mess with any military member. All right. Oh, it's, it's odd. You, you don't do that. Yeah. We can, we yep. can fight amongst ourselves, but don't you dare. Yeah. Yeah. That tribalism, man. That's, that's what it is. That's funny. That's funny. So, um, free corner, would, would you like to do a little intro on, on uh, what you got going on real quick? Because I'm just going to tell you all that uh, this man has a very, very underrated YouTube channel. So you need to subscribe to that immediately. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, well, okay. So I guess I'll kind of start when, uh, well, the, for the, with the reason why I started my YouTube channel. Okay. So I, and I'll just make it quick. When I, I got into the crypto space back in 2017, early 2017, I, I initially had quite a lot of success, but the problem was I was not doing a lot of research. I was just listening to people mm -hmm. who didn't know what they were talking about. And fortunately at the time, right? I'm the <laughs> I mean, guy that doesn't know what I'm talking about. Hey man. Uh, but, and, and the thing <laughs> about it is it, it was easy to do because, you know, you have this brand new type of thing and it, it's it's you know very mystical because you're you're expecting like like people kept asking or even i like what is this coin like bitcoin is it a real coin is it yeah. you know <laughs> and, and you know it's like after i learned i was like look it's not a coin all right it's not a physical coin so anyway uh eventually i started getting into different programs and ultimately i ended up losing quite a lot of money so 20 early 2018 I felt it necessary to try to help other people uh, avoid the pitfalls that I 
got caught up in. So created my YouTube channel just to kind of help with that process. And it just ended up turning into, you know, by then I'd already gotten involved with XRP and all this. So uh, it just really kind of turned into, uh, you know, me giving my opinions and thoughts and, you know, sharing news and things like that. Uh, All the way up until this point, I'm really kind of um, not paying attention to the crypto space as much. I'm looking at what's happening in the world, you know, because it really comes down to this. We can't have these toys and use these toys if the playground's taken away, you know? So the U S right now is in big trouble. So that's, that's where I am. And I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of debating on how deeply I should go into this because this is where you get into some trouble. You get some people knocking on your door. Some of the stuff that I know uh, it could, it could really cause some issues for me and my family. So so do you, do you well, like we don't want con- yeah, yeah, like to have that. contacts? Yeah. 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 We'll keep it. You know, we yeah. definitely don't want that, but so you have like contacts or, or. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of have some contacts, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's, it, it's a little, it's a little dicey sometimes, but I could, I'll put it like this. I could say some things, um, I guess that would blow your mind. Um, and and it and and actually this is just across so many different topics it's uh, it's 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 a little much it can be a little bit much a lot of times when i start talking to people uh, you know like one on one they end up after about you know 20 30 minutes after i've unloaded all this information on them they just look at me with this blank look and i'm like are you okay <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> you know so so i have to be careful i yeah. just have to be careful man <laughs> I, I understand that i respect that you know because yeah. uh it, yeah you don't want to sometimes you just can't broadcast across a, a you know a large platform and that's totally cool yeah yeah and and also um considering uh, you guys know about millie weaver you heard about that situation uh so so that was infowars right yeah, yeah. So, well, okay. So Millie Weaver, she has her own channel and everything, YouTube and whatnot. Um, she was arrested today after she released a, uh, I, I guess it was a documentary or uh, she had an interview. Uh, she interviewed a couple people who were really deep into all of this, uh, uh, all these different, it's just crazy, man. Just different governmental um, uh, programs that ended up getting pushed out to the public sector man it's 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 it just is mind-boggling what's happening right now man yeah yeah uh we we could go in so many directions but you see what's happening uh politically and you see the the tech war that's happening behind the scenes with with the u.s and china uh the 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 rumors of a a quantum financial system replacing swift and digitizing everything and it's 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 crazy so law and crime, I don't want to interrupt, but lawandcrime.com, uh, I just went through and took a look at this. They got, they're running the headline right now, InfoWars correspondent arrested on multiple felony charges, including robbery and obstructing justice reports. And that's right. as of about three hours ago. Yep, yep. That's nuts, so, though, dude. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna, you guys keep talking. I'm going to scan through this real quick and okay. just kind of see what I see. Yeah, initially, uh, they, they said that these uh, charges for, were for her for her, hus- her husband, but they ended up picking her up uh, for it too. So, and, and if you saw the, if you see the video, you'll understand why, why they did it. I'm talking, this really took the covers off of every, I mean, 
all the subversive things the government's doing. Um, it, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What's, what's happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah man. You know, what's crazy is the, 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 it's almost like the veil is thinning. Like you can, people who aren't supposed to see through it are beginning to see through it, you know, because yeah. of the internet, because of information traveling the way it is. And, um, it's a power struggle, uh, probably at the top, you know, the elites, the ones behind those, those people, uh, I'm sure that they're, they, they want to keep us fighting each other for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. They, they, they have to keep us, uh, distracted with, um, you know, adversity between ourselves mm -hmm. because that empowers them. You know, the, the, the whole game is to keep us as Goyam or cattle, you know, yeah. uh, keep making money off of us. And ultimately, man, uh, if you ever watch this video, uh, um, it's, uh, if you look up, what's his name? Abe Finkelstein. I don't know if you guys, you guys have ever heard of it, heard of that. He was interviewed by, um, I forgot the guy's name, but I think he was a pastor and this was a number of years ago. Mm -hmm. But this is going to sound a bit crazy, right? But this is what the man said, not my words. He said that they are going to, uh, well, their Lord Lucifer has mm -hmm. promised them to take them out into uh, space to another planet or something. Ooh. And, and they're going to they're gonna destroy the earth and, and leave it behind for us to deal with. This is essentially what this man said. Not only that. He said that they um, do things to, and, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because it's on YouTube, uh, but, or it was, but he said that uh, they are going to, uh, or that what they do is they take children, they molest them, they kill them, they take their blood, put it in the matzo balls and eat it. This is what the man said. So I, mm. it's, We're this going information. Down the adrenochrome. The, the yeah, adrenochrome this, exactly. Hell. Dude, yeah, my exactly. stomach just flipped when we did, when you did that. I, I know I know it's out there. I just no. We can talk. We we need so, to go through it. We need to go through it. It's for the yeah, show. So, yeah, so, so not to interrupt about it. <laughs> not to interrupt you, Free Corner. But here's what's here's what blows my mind. So I think a lot of us who were, uh, you know what, if you were labeled a conspiracy theorist a few years ago, you were looked down <laughs> upon. People should be thinking a lot of the the conspiracy theorists now because all this stuff is in mainstream media now. You're seeing it on Joe Rogan's show. They're coming out and talking about adrenochrome, child sacrifice, Luciferians. And um, I think that it wasn't supposed to happen the way it's happening. And we might, we might be in a special place in time right now where the regular person is getting access to things that they wouldn't. And that might be a good thing because maybe us as a people can change it, you know? Right. Right. I, I completely agree, man. I, so apparently something went wrong, right? From what I can see and the people I've been talking to, uh, like you said, it wasn't supposed to quite happen like this. The information was not supposed to be disseminated in the way it has been. And I, I think what it was, they weren't counting on so many people actually being aware and awake. I think that's that was the uh, the variable that they hadn't really counted uh, for. Uh, there's there's a lot of other stuff, man, um, that still kind of works into this. Some some things where uh, you know uh, that is you know things like uh, they were uh, some changes that have been you know been made over the last few years. No matter what they do, the the same. Uh, the same outcome happens no matter how they try to manipulate things. Right. Okay. Okay. So 
uh, you know, and I'm, yeah, sorry. I, I know that sounds a little kind of uh, riddle-ish, but I, I don't want, I can't go too far into that. However, um, it, it's, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Something went wrong. And right now their only recourse is to really uh, speed things up and tighten things down a lot harsher and faster than uh, they were expecting. And now also, man, you know, I do believe Trump, because at first I wasn't quite sure what was going on with, with him and yeah, all of that. Tell, you know? But the deal is, though, I think he was kind of a wild card as, as well. They weren't expecting him to actually be a moral type of guy. You know, you. so, so some of the information that I'm getting about him, he has some moral, he has morals, you know, well, I'll just say this. At, for for being as wealthy he, as he is, he actually has morals. So He's never caught up with a lot of the stuff that. Yeah, go ahead. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I don't know. You, uh, you know, you can say what you say whatever you want. This is a, this is a free show. You say what you want. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of the guy. Um, and when you when you start talking about morals, I look at it from the perspective. Of this is a guy that cheated on his first wife with his second wife, his second wife with his third wife, his third wife with a porn star, and paid her to keep quiet, and it didn't work. Right, you know, right. so, I mean, I don't know about morals are necessarily the right, the right words you want to use here, you know? Well, I'll, I mean, so. And not, it's and, all not about and I'm not, and I'm not trying to come after you or chop your head off over no, Donald no, no, Trump. No, no, I just, I, you know, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, is see morals. Uh, what I mean by that is, or rather I'll say this, it depends on the perspective you're looking from, right? If you're looking at, okay, did he cheat on his wife? Well, okay. Yeah. But those are not the type of morals I'm talking about. So someone who cheats on their wife uh, is, is a far cry from someone who bleeds children out and drinks their blood and kills them. So I that's kind of how I look at it. So, I agree. Okay. I mean, and yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not saying the guy is, is, is just the top guy at, by no means because I didn't vote for him. In fact, I don't, I don't participate in that whole thing. Neither but, do you know, it, uh, what I'm looking at when it comes to the general well-being of the country and what what's happening i think he is he by far is has more morals than the people that are trying to get in uh, from the other side uh, because i mean well it's a dirty game know. it's a yeah. dirty game government in general is a dirty game and and you look at anybody in those offices and it's kind of hard to hard to paint them with any kind of moral brush but but i'll, I'll grant you on a sliding scale that he's probably better than most or at least not as bad as all of the rest. Right. Is that fair so to say? That's, that's where I'm going with so, it. So yeah. I, I get that sentiment too. Yeah. If you look at it, you know, you step, you step back and you look at it, it seems as if, if you can see through a lot of the, the, the garbage flying back and forth and you can see through the mainstream media and it does seem like there's a power struggle between what's being uncovered on one side that seems to be pure evil. And on the mm -hmm. other side seems to have, a little bit more of a uh, traditional focus. Right, right. So Yeah, because it seems like, you know, and, and, and really it comes out like you got your people who just do everyday bad stuff, right? I mean, mm -hmm. is it a good thing to, you know, cheat on your wife? No, it's not a good thing. Is it a good thing to, uh, you know, uh, maybe steal a little bit of money? No, it's not a good thing. But if I'm if I'm looking at it, I would rather have that guy than the one that actually, you know, goes to some coven, you know, as a witch. And cause I, I mean, yeah, I I've seen I some of the video, man, oh my God, I'm, I'm just not going to go into it, but 
Um, well, I know there's there, there, you know, there was, there was one release late recently. Um, now I didn't see the video cause I just, I didn't want to go down that road with, with it. A couple of things. I didn't want to see it with my own eyes. I certainly didn't want to have it downloaded on my computer, right? That whole thing. So, but, uh, yeah. You know, there was there was a, there was something that has recently come out about Hillary, right? I mean, about her involvement in, in this whole adrenochrome thing. And I know that that's always been kind of um, the ruling class has always kind of dabbled in this Pizzagate, pedophilia, adrenochrome sort of, you know, the satanic Luciferian bee pigs kind of thing. You know? Yeah, razzle drip. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and and uh, hold on, I'm, you were a little bit garbled. I'm trying. Am to I garbled? I, can, he was, I, I think. Yeah, uh, but it's better now. It seems. Um, yeah, right, right. So, uh, yeah, uh, I just, I, I kind of want to talk. It, I don't know if you guys ever saw a video of these two kids that were um, uh, rescued from uh, kind of an underground life in that. Probably not. This is, uh, it, it's, it's not, it's not like it's out and just being talked about. Yeah. I thought maybe you might've run a quiet. It was actually on Facebook at one point. Uh, and I, I was able to kind of get some of those videos of them being interviewed and talked uh, talking. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, this stuff is going on. So uh, I don't know that that's what we're fighting right now. And, and the people that are doing this are trying to uh, get control. So, yeah. but anyway, I don't know if that's where, if, that, if that's what you guys want to talk about. What, is there anything else? Uh, we, so we, we, we've actually covered uh, you guys a bit of the, the pedophilia and adrenochrome stuff. And it's, it's a, uh, it's, um, it's a dark subject and we, we, we've dabbled, we, we, we've talked about it a little bit. Now we can move on to something else if you want. That's cool. Do you, are, am I yeah. the only one that hears the garbling? No, no, you're not. You are the garbler. You are the garbler. <laughs> is, is, you are I, the garbler. I hear it. Is it me or do you guys hear it? I think it's you. Yeah, okay. I hear it. I, okay. So crypto gumbo for me is not garbled. Let me do this. You are garbled. Let's do this and I'll go ahead and stop the recording. We'll pick up again. I'll send you guys in the link. See if we can. Okay. okay. Can, All right. Give it that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. fine. All right. I'll end this and we'll come right back. I'll be right back. Okay. Here's another song from Guardians of Atlantis. This one's called My Dear I Fear the Fall.
Okay, if you like that song from the Guardians of Atlantis, you can follow Chris on Twitter at at Scooch, that's S-C-H-O-O-T-C-H 2192. That's at Scooch 2192 on Twitter. I have All right. a recording indicator. Yeah, we're good. Hey, so so we're back, man. Hopefully this is a little bit better sound. Let's keep let's keep this party rolling. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm ready. Um All right. Yeah. So any other topic or you want me to move into it or So so I got something for you and I'm curious to what you think about it cuz I'm definitely going to piss some people off whenever I state these things. Anyway, <laughs> talking about cryptocurrency, talking okay. about the first mover advantage talking about the brand of cryptocurrency which is bitcoin we all know bitcoin that's fine old technology still working still still doing it i have a theory and my theory is um i think that bitcoin was on purpose it it was either designed by those who want this new system to come into existence or they allowed it to happen as like the the beta test for what they're actually going to use and it's, and I'm not, I'm not sitting here crapping on people who are Bitcoin maximalists because I think Bitcoin is great. I think their idea is great, but I don't think it's actually, I don't think it's actually what people think it is because I, I think it's being used as not, not a decoy, but I just don't know how, how it's going to be utilized in the future when you have all this, this other, these other cryptocurrencies coming up. You know what I mean? Right. It's like the first wave. Let's test this out. Here comes the second wave. And we're about to adopt this new financial uh, digitized cryptocurrency type ordeal. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Or am I just stupid? Oh, no, 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 man. Um, actually, I, I, and I did make a, I actually made a video on this. Um, so Bitcoin from, uh, so a, a buddy of mine told me, and he's, he's pretty connected. Um, he told me that Bitcoin was basically a, a social experiment, right? Okay. So what they, the reason why it came out is because of exactly what you, you're, let me start also, you are exactly right. It was a way Woo! to really, <laughs> yeah, from what I know, uh, it was a way to test people's um, interest in something like this. So initially, you know, there was a slow roll into it, mm -hmm. uh, but it was, they were already planning to move to another type of electronic or digital currency, which is not going to be Bitcoin. Uh, obviously, Bitcoin can't be it because it's too slow. There, you know, there's just so much going on with it. It, it just is not going to work. However, it was a way to in introduce people to it. Aren't they, um, aren't they solving the speed issues with that, though? No, I mean, they, there are different things that they're trying to do, Lightning Network and yeah. all this other, but it's, it's, it's too little, too late. And then also Lightning Network, it, it still is bad. So, there, and plus there are tons of other uh, currencies out there that work way better. Uh, for example, XRP, um, Tron. I mean, there are so many other cryptocurrencies out there that work far better. It's just not even worth. So for the novice like me, what stops me from, from, from going in on, <clears throat> on some, some junk that's a, that's a myth or that's a, that's a scam. I'll tell you the biggest, right. the biggest concern for me is, you know, I'm, I wish I was, uh, I wish I was more savvy when it came to the crypto stuff. And, and, you know, you hear the big name Bitcoin, everybody knows. And, and because of my, you know, good, good buddy Gumbo over here, he's got me sniffing around the XRP thing quite a bit, a little bit more now, but, but dude, I mean, I trust my friend, 
Right. And, I cer- and I certainly wouldn't blame him because he's like me and he's honest and, up, and, and, and forthright. But if XRP turns out to be a scam, and I'm not saying that it is, it's, it's not at all what I'm saying. And right. we lose and we lose all our money because somebody decides he wants to do something, you know, sneaky with it and, and, and it's all gone. Uh, what stops me as a novice from being able from being taken advantage of? That's my biggest fear with all this crypto stuff. I'm on board. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. It's a great concept. I definitely am, am on board with decentralizing the money market and getting it out of the hands of the government and all of that stuff. Totally, 100%. But there is a, there's a fear that comes along with that, you know? Right, right. Can you, is there, and, I, and I, that's a big question, and I don't mean to put you on, on the spot with it uh, at all. If you have an answer, great. If you don't, I certainly don't hold it against you because, God, I don't, I don't have an answer for that, you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, I can tell you, unfortunately, there is, <laughs> there is no guarantee that yeah. you're going to not lose your money. But there, there, in but fact, you know, you look at, you look at runaway inflation, there's no guarantee there either. Right. You print, yeah, you print exactly. $6 trillion out of, out of thin air. You're basically doing the same thing that I'm a worried that I'm worried about with cryptocurrency, you know? Absolutely. And that's exactly what I was going to say, because right now we are in the middle of a financial reset. That's part of what's happening right now too. They are totally resetting everything. The, the fiat currencies are going to be pretty much worthless. I mean, I've seen this before. I've been to Zimbabwe. I was there at the height of oh, its wow. uh, hyperinflation. Yeah. So, and I, I actually own land and I was trying to operate a business over there in it. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot that you have to take in consideration when it comes to crypto. However, the, your, your most powerful weapon in the game of crypto is information. Yeah. You have to do your research. And, and, that is there, that, and that's why I was going earlier where I messed up initially. Well, I I'm, did I'm not in, do my research. Yeah, I'm in trouble because I'm an idiot. So. Well, so, well, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, one thing you did, you have incorporated, well, you have a friend who has done the research. That's, that's the next, next best thing right there. So, and, and he's not wrong about XRP. XRP is probably going to be the most valuable crypto uh, out there because of what the plans for it. Uh, will there be other crypto uh, currencies out there that'll make you a lot of money if you invest right now? Absolutely. Even Bitcoin can still give you a very nice return because it is going to go somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone that gets into crypto, they gotta they come through Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. So, so in the research that I've done, and I'm not sitting here saying that I'm kind of any kind of expert. I am not. And I'm not a financial advisor at all. Right. And right. I'm still waiting for my first big win. But anyway, right. if you go and you research what Ripple has done and you look at XRP, it's obvious that if there's going to be one that's going to be used, that has to be in the basket of the winners. It has to be. Right. It has to right. be. It has the best fundamentals, really. Um, so can you explain what that means? The best fundamentals? Basically, it has someone behind it that or rather a, an entity behind it that is doing something. They are out there uh, trying to advance the financial sector. They're trying to uh, uh, take it in directions that most of us don't even think about, right? So yeah. we have XRP in gaming. We have XRP in, you know, in banking, uh, in payments. So they're, man, and, and uh, the applications that are being created around XRP is is also another thing. So XRP and the usage of it is, is on the way to, be, to being extremely pervasive 
in the cryptocurrency sector. So I'll give you an example of how you can lose your money. There's a, there is a uh, cryptocurrency called Yam. You guys heard of that? No, I haven't heard of Yam. Okay, no. Yam, in one day, <clears throat> Yam, I think, went up to, it went from uh, whatever it initially started at, which was cents, up to like $125. The next day it was down to zero simply because there was, oh, there was a, <laughs> there was a flaw that was found in the, uh, in the code. So yeah, a lot of people lost their money and it went to zero pump and dump, big pump time. and dump all the way. Yeah. Wow. So there's always, it's always possible that, you know, that's why it's important to do your research and, and seek out fundamentals or just what's being done. Who's behind it. Yeah. So I think that, um, so everybody thinks, uh, I just want to get in on the front half of one of those, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look at <laughs> we look all at, do. Look but, at Chainlink right now. Can you imagine? Exactly. Yeah. Went I, from like a dollar something to almost twenty bucks. I know, man. Right. I I bought it. I bought Chainlink when it was just over a dollar, and I sold it at like five. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. Uh, but so you know, it's all good. Digibyte's working good for me right now. I've already doubled my money. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. But it's and, not a lot. But hey. Well, I mean, any profit's a good profit. Yeah, the the thing good. though, it's in this when, when you're dealing, and it's the same way with stocks. When you're dealing with this, either you go big or you go home. If you yeah. if you're really looking for for uh, life changing money, otherwise, you're you're just dabbling. There's no reason to do it if it's not going to be life changing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I, I think I, I think another another aspect of the whole cryptocurrency thing is people. Some of some of my friends, the paranoid, conspiracy minded ones. You know, they're like. Mm -hmm. I don't know about this XRP thing. I don't know about this crypto thing because it looks like the government's going to have control. And, and I, I'm on the other end saying, <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's going to go into a cashless society. It's part yeah. of the new world order. It's going to be a one world government. It's all that stuff is already written. That's what's happening. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you can't make your gains to go set up your life for your future generations. You know, yeah, that's right. That's, that's the right. way I look at it. So. Even fiat, man. I mean, look what happened you know, way back when they were taking people's gold, tell them, Hey, you need to sell it now. That's I think they, they gave them what, $25 uh, an ounce. And then as soon as they shut it, shut it off, it went up to like a, uh, I don't know, 50 or 60 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. The government's always going to come out on top. You're, you're yeah. going to get screwed. It's just, well, if you keep talking like that, they will. <laughs> well, I knew you're coming hey, with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's the truth. It's the only thing you can do is mitigate how well they screw you. I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think unless it just all collapses and tumbles down and, and a new, a new, a new, a new life is, is, is like a Phoenix, you know, like the rise of the Phoenix comes out of the ashes. We're just going to have to deal with it because I think if anything, if it does fall apart, it's going to be like a, they're going to have positive control of the takedown. And they're going to come out on top because somehow they've, they've intertwined themselves to run this dirt ball. You know what I mean? Like that. Right. Well, you know, under the, the current society, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, no. I was, like, I, I'm just he was shaking his head at I'm me. Shaking my head. Oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm shaking my head just in disgust because it's like, uh, there's got to be a way, man. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I'm, this is a libertarian show, of course. And I, and I, and I know that, that that comes with a lot of different flavors of people, but. I'm basically, you know, I'm basically a voluntarist, an anarchist, uh, an aspiring, we'll call it an aspiring agorist, trying to get, trying to get as much of my stuff out of everybody's 
field of view and do things on the, you know, under the table type stuff, untaxed and unseen. And, uh, but, but yeah, man, you guys are, are you're what well, you're not, you're not basically wrong. It, it's just, I'm shaking my head in disgust is all, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> well, unfortunately, man, the society that we live in was created by some pretty unscrupulous characters, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So we're living in that society when you don't create the rules. Hey, you don't, you're not the top dog. That's just really what it comes down to. Um, the only, there's only, really, there's only two outcomes from what you were saying earlier. Either everything crashes and burns, therefore, I mean, we're all done at that point. Or there is a, uh, you know, well, outside of them moving the way it's going, or there's a complete revolution. We all take control of all the stuff that they have, you know, uh, uh, gained, you know, as far as politics and all these positions, we kick them all out, put them in prison, and we essentially create a new world, right? However, let's do that. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> would man. Be great. But the problem is that not enough people are awake for that. And, no, and then on top yeah, of that, yeah. not, not enough people are willing to sacrifice well, even, something like that. Even, well, so like even at the birth of, of, of the United States, right? Uh, you had at best like 10% of the population that was even interested. Um, right. I mean, that's at best really like, and right. they, and they, and they, you know, you had so many people, you had the loyalists and then you had the people who were just kind of like, just leave me alone, man. All I want to do is grow tobacco, you know, or whatever. Right. You know, right. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, you're right. And, and so it's, it, that's not a new problem that that problem has been around for ages, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And you, you know, I think too, and I, I think the other thing that's paired with that is that the, uh, the bad guys have essentially snuck in on us and mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, slipped themselves under underneath us while we sleep. And now they've become the mattress. Well, that's, you know? that's the problem with, with government in general is it, it provides an opportunity for those who could, who can be and are already um, you know, corrupt. Uh, it, it provides right. them a place, a prize, a, provides them a place to coalesce and uh, you know, to gather up, to gather together and, and build more power and strength. I mean, that that's, that's my biggest fundamental issue with, with man's government anyway, is it doesn't matter what flavor it takes. You know, the Royal families were just as, just as crooked as the aristocrats, you know, and, right. uh, and you know, it doesn't matter what flavor it takes. You look at, you look at communist Russia and China and all those places, you know, so you know, communism was supposed to be this great thing that was a great equalizer and everybody was, was all together and, 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 and equal on equal footing. And it turned obviously not, that was not the case. Government became what government always is. And right. we see the same thing in this representative with quotes, this representative government that we have here. Uh, we have provided an opportunity and a place for all of the filthiest and worst people in the world to coalesce together in power. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know? So, I mean, yeah. you're right. You know, so it, it, it's not the, it, to me, it's not the form of government. The form of government is, is completely irrelevant. When there is a government, you are going to have that. That right. will always happen. Yeah. You know? Well, especially when you have a government filled with unrighteous people. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when they're evil at, at, in, at the core, then evil is going to be uh, what you get from it. Right. Well, and what I mean, what I was meaning by the fact that they've slipped in under us. Yeah. Uh, the thing is they have, I mean, complete control and what I, and how that they, have, what they've done or, or what they've gotten control of food, everything yeah. that we need to live, where we do not subsist on anything that we grow as individuals. So no. we are dependent <laughs> on all of these 
all of these uh, different links to work properly. One of the biggest things that they're doing right now is essentially dismantling the, uh, the, the, um, uh, the, uh, dang it. I knew I was going to do that, but they're, <laughs> they, they're dismantling all of the supply chains. Yeah. So I was just, we were just talking yeah. about the, the derecho before you came on, you know, Gumbo and I were just kind of freestyling, right? And, and uh, we we're just talking about uh, the, what is that? The, the derecho or whatever that is. The inland hurricane yeah, that, that yeah, oh, yeah. wrecked and, Iowa. That's, and I, that's and not, I was you know, laughing at how, I was laughing at how horrible of a human being I am that I can't grow vegetables in Hawaii. Like, you know, right. the easiest place in the world to grow anything. And I can't, yeah. and I can't get a backyard garden to work, you know? Right. But you're right. right. That's why I laughed. Cause you know, you're right. We're not growing. We don't eat our own food. And whenever mm-hmm. I, whenever I try, I fail, you know, we can do, I fight, you know, yeah. I don't it's know crazy. Right. They poison, poison in the air, chemtrails. Obviously yep. it's real <laughs> yep. GMOs, everything, everything that's, that, that's God given that, that is here to provide us a healthy life. They've got their hands in it and, and it's being manipulated. It's being yeah. turned away from what it's originally supposed to be as, as a power mechanism to keep the sheep on the conveyor, keep the cattle in line. You know what I mean? It's right. Exactly. And that's what they're going to use against us when, uh, once they present this vaccine and this smart tattoo are basically the mark. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. if you don't get it, you, Hey, do you have your mark? Well, I'm sorry. We can't renew your driver's license. Well, so that's oh, why that's why the churches and this is this goes in. My wife thinks I'm crazy when I start talking like this. I'm gonna do it anyway. Now it's recorded. There's no denying it. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, this is why the churches and I'm not talking about like I don't care what your what your denomination is. You know, like-minded faith groups, right? Like right. Uh, the churches need to start working in underground economy. It has to happen because yeah. because I mean, if you if you consider yourself a Christian in any way, shape or form, you know what that book says. And, yeah. and if, and if you're going to not take that mark, not take that vaccine or whatever, you know, like, or that, you know, thing, you know, what, you know, what, yeah. yeah, whatever it is, you're going to have to, you're, you're not going to be able to, to trade on the open market. So right. we now, in my mind, this is, I mean, I'm not a pastor and I don't have a church that, that you're following of any kind whatsoever, but, I think we need to start developing an underground economy between, you know, between, between like-minded Christian faiths. And I'm talking about Baptists and Lutherans and Methodists and the, and the Jews too, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, and, and, and even the Muslims and I'm not like, you know, I'm not trying to be like the divisive here, but you know, we, we all kind of know where this is going. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and, and, and yeah. if, you know, it's time to maybe take some of those dis- differences that we keep, um, you know, that keep us divided and, and maybe push them off aside a little bit and just figure out how we're going to, how we're going to survive when all of this uh, happens, you know, cause yeah. Cause I mean, the other, the only other option is, you know, send bullets down range and they got warm, way more of those than I do. That's for sure. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it yeah. Feels, it feels like we're essentially one generation away from, from everything going in a direction that, we can't control. Like, uh, I think people in our, in our generation, our age group, speaking mm-hmm. about all of us, we're the, like, we're like the last ones that, that knows what it was like before the tech boom. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Kids right. don't know that anymore. <laughs> right. And that's, yeah, it, it's, it's, we're the last ones, man. Like people, we are. Yeah. yeah. We're the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, the, the generation after us, they started getting like my nephew, for example, he's 10 years younger than me. And, um, he, his whole generation, they are very different from us. They have a little bit of, little bit of knowledge 
you know, in regards to what we know, but they weren't so deep into it that they were able to fight it off, fight off what's happening now. Right. So, so yeah, totally, man. I fully agree with that. And, and I also, dude, you're right. The, uh, the, the underground economy. Now, one thing that (laughs) we did engage in, in, in Zimbabwe was the black market. I mean, essentially that's what it is. I mean, and their black markets always created everywhere. There's a black market now. I think the church needs to embrace agorism, man. I really do. I think the church, the, the greater church, I'm not talking about, you know, like the individual neighborhood church, right? I'm talking about right. all, all Christendom, so to speak. We just need to embrace the concept of the agora and, and get away from the open markets and get down underground and start doing black and gray markets. Black markets doesn't have to be drugs and prostitution, man. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. not what I'm talking about. Right? No, it can no, be no. other you, things, you know? Like, you know what, Q? Yeah. I think that's one of the best things I've ever heard you say. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's been swimming around in a while. I just, I just, you know, I can't say it to a lot of people, but now it's recorded and I can't deny it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think the, the, one of the issues though, is that right now, I think there has, there still isn't enough, uh, mo, you know, n- enough to motivate people to do it yet. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause normalcy is something that people search for. You know, they try to make that no matter what, and depending on how bad it gets, it has to be literally completely taken away, yeah. right? It has to be like, you have no choice. You're either going to die or you have to go this way. Like it, it almost has to get to that point, yeah. right? Because even at the worst times, you know, people can make the, you know, we just make the best of it, dude. I, like I said, I've seen it happen. Yeah. Um, so I, it's going to be interesting how this plays out because of the, the, people in America that we're just not, we're not where we were at one time, even no, back in the eighties, man. We're comfortable, bro. Yeah. We're comfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's docile. Yeah. 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 So here, here's some motivation. Are you seeing this hashtag for clap boxes that, that where they're talking about socialism sucks for what happened in Venezuela. So the government oh. is giving these people, these little clap box things. And there's some videos circulating on, on Twitter right now. It's, it looks like a can of cat food and they, you sh- they, they're shaking it up and they're opening it up and it's just like liquid sludge that the government's feeding their people in these, in these times. So wow. there's your socialism. There's, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. oil and greens is people. This. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's probably, yeah, exactly. It's probably, you know, rolled up dead people. It's so green, know? man. It's so <laughs> green, man. There's, there, yeah. there, 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 there's fecal tissue in there for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, man, it's, and, and that's where it gets to you. You have people that, you know, it, I think it's, it's that people who are on those upper echelons, they, they literally go insane from the uh, psychosis and the, uh, the, uh, you know, from being uh, psychopaths. I mean, you just, they literally go insane, you know, they, cause they think these, they're not like me. They're, these are lesser, these are animals down here, you know? Yeah. So uh, that's, that's just wild, man. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. Heavy stuff. Whoa, yeah, man. What did we my... do there? What did we do there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Where, where you want to go next? <laughs> I'm, pu- I'm putting her in drive. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned the, uh, the, the whole thing about Christendom and all that. I am, you know, all life, all my life, my mom, my dad, I mean, we were in church. I actually, we, I stopped going to church years ago. 
simply because of you know the the corruption there, man. I mean, it, yeah. you cannot find a church that is not corrupt. They 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 are about the money, you know. And then, you, <laughs> dude, have you seen the rap with Kenneth Copeland? The COVID nineteen rap. Have you seen that? You no. gotta look it up, dude. No, I'm not. Yeah, I've not seen that. Oh I'll God. tell you. So no, you're you're you have you have a right to be a little bit concerned about about the state of the church today. Um, but I'll tell you, as a as a member of a of a as a member of a good one, there are good ones out there. Yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and there, I, and I believe really, that. Yeah, yeah, really good ones out there. And I and I you know I'm a member of one, and I think uh, I think you know. It's it's those churches that are going to allow us to um, to push past this. But you know, so many of our churches that, you know, that you're talking about, and maybe we'll use quotes, air quotes, like these churches are in bed with yeah. the government in a lot of ways. You know, and mm-hmm. so many of them, you just go in and you see and you hear the preaching that is like um, overtly supportive of of uh, you know government sub- subservience or whatever. You know, like like right. being subservient to the government. You know, and uh, that's not the way. You know, Jesus said that his kingdom is not of this world, man, you know? Right. And uh, it's a little bit different. I'd, I'd like to see a return of more of that kind of preaching. And, and that does exist. That does exist. Yeah. But it is, but it's, but the, but it's rare. It's You're rare. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's just rare, man. It, and, reminds me, and, it reminds me of Jimmy Swagger. Do you remember that? Back in the day? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. My, my grandmother used to watch Jimmy Swagger. It was a ritual. <laughs> and, I, and, and I remember one day he's up there crying and bawling. And I didn't know what was going on. She was crying and bawling, <laughs> you know, like, good job, Mr. Swagger. Come on. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and man, I, I tell you, after, after so many years of like kind of looking around, uh, also one thing I found out is that a lot of churches are, or a lot of pastors are, are heavily restricted on what they can teach because of their 501c3 uh, agreement. Yeah. So that's what allows so them I to wonder, be not tax-free. I wonder, I wonder how, um, you know, Gumbo, this might be a, I'm not prepared for this conversation yet, but I, you know, I, you brought it up. I'm never free, prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Free corner. You brought this up and I just kind of got my wheels turning. I I wonder how the, uh, is that, could you consider that like a partnership, you know, with the, uh, with the, with the government, you know, that whole 50 C three, you know, yeah. Yeah, oh, or yeah. whatever they call it that is. is, you know, you know, where that, that, that tax free status and everybody goes, okay. Yeah. Churches are nonprofit and that's great and all that. But I wonder if, if I wonder if there's something sinister there where you, where you are restricted in, in, in what you say or what you, what you, I don't know, what you push from, from the pulpit. I don't know. Right. It, it never seemed to slow my pastor down. I don't mean to, you know, that's uh you know, my, my, I, if I go to, I go to a nonprofit, of course, my church is nonprofit as, as, as I think all of them, if not all of them, definitely most of them are. Um, but, uh, that's not slowing him down. I wonder how many people, uh, maybe he just hasn't read the fine print. I don't know. You know? Right. Well, you know, it, it's, and most of that stuff, man, it's all implied, right? So mm-hmm. they, they say, well, hey, okay, since, because essentially the government's giving you money, right? They're, they're giving the churches money, right? In, in, in a roundabout way, but. By, by not, by not taking it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what they're saying is, okay, we will let you keep all of your money. If you do this, if you don't do this, eh, then you can't be our buddy anymore. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder so, what that. I wonder how that works. I mean, yeah. I'd be interested in doing a little study on that and maybe doing maybe, a show on that. Maybe that'd be interesting. Do, do yeah. some research and come back and 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 team up again and hit that. Yeah, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. 
because I don't know a lot about it. I'll be honest. I, I just don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty, honestly, it is pretty sinister, honestly. Yeah. Cause anytime you have, I mean, essentially the government is telling them what they can say and cannot say is, you know, for the most part, some, some pastors that I've, I've come across, they, uh, they, they're able to get away with certain things simply because mm -hmm. they really fly kind of under the radar radar, yeah. you know, they don't go too far, just far enough. So, okay. I, I did. I did watch that Kenneth Copeland video before. I, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. That, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <Over 19. laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you blow. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man. It's, funny, it's pretty man. funny. And it, it kind of pisses me off because that dude's from Louisiana too. Yeah, man. He's, oh, yeah. he's funny. <laughs> speaking of speaking of Louisiana, you know, I started watching, I started watching swamp people. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to get a little bit closer to my good buddy, Crypto Gumbo, man, and just, just, just see what oh, his people are like. It, it's funny. <laughs> Everybody assumes that I'm Cajun because I'm from Louisiana, but I'm not. But yeah. that's okay. I grew up eating Cajun food, you know. Yeah, man. Eat Cajun food, you're Cajun. Okay, then I am Cajun. Sorry, Cajuns. Uh, well, you know, I've heard some weird things about. Uh, well, I used to, now my mother's from Louisiana, so I've been there. I've okay. Actually, went there. Uh, uh, several times for family reunions had some weird stuff happen um, uh oh yeah louisiana is a, 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 a it's just I, I love louisiana it's just kind of a strange I, I guess at least in my experience it was kind of strange it's an acquired taste yeah i'll tell you i think i could do it what's it like i think i could do it man i think i just want to you know I, what do i know I, I watch tv that's all i know but i mean i what i see on tv and these guys on boats hunting alligators and stuff i'm like dude i could I could live on a house on stilts in the swamp. I think I could. Yeah. Well, here's you know? the thing, though, that you don't realize. that That's it. That's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's it. I think, <laughs> I, think I could, man. It'd be, yeah. it'd be real cool for a half a year. And you're like, man, uh, I sure do want some, some hot wings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you're, you're essentially dealing with, uh, with mosquitoes, snakes, yeah. and possibly a, you know, an odd sighting of the Rougarou. Yeah. <laughs> them, 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 them water moccasins, them cotton mouths. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. See, I'm from Nacogdoches, Texas, right? Okay. So that's essentially Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, uh, my, me and my dad went fishing once. We're in a boat and we look over what's coming towards us a freaking water moccasin swimming right towards our boat, man. And my dad's like hitting it with his, you know, fishing pole trying to, and the thing would not go away, man. It was trying to get in the boat with it. It was, it was trying to take your crypto tokens free corner. <laughs> hey man. Yeah. yeah something, man. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was uh, definitely a scary situation there. Yeah. Yeah. Critters and bugs and, and uh, dirt roads. Yeah, but, but it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's also not for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe That's, Airbnb. Maybe just go crash for a weekend or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man. You go camping out in the swamps. Hey, yeah. wait till you go driving through Louisiana during love bug season. You'll Ooh, be like, nah, man, uh, never yeah. coming back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look that up on YouTube, people. Yeah, love bug season in Louisiana. Yep. Yep, those little black bugs yeah. mating, the million of them. My first, so when I first, so I left um, my tech school in Illinois in 91, so the summer of 91, and 
I came through my house. I'd, I had a little bit of time off and then I drove to Louisiana because my base, my first base was only like 150 miles away from my home. So I drove and dude, on the way there, I think I hit every bug between my house and that base. Literally my windshield, I could not yeah. see out it's, the window. It's man. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Hey, like, like so in, Louis I just, in Louisiana, you, you, you leave, you want to know what, what it's like in Louisiana? Leave your porch light on and at about 11 or 12 o'clock, go outside and look. And then you're going to see every kind of critter you've never seen before. And you're like, well, that's. I just, I just looked up love bugs, bro. And <laughs> there it is. Are they always connected like that? <laughs> it seems like that's, it. That's the only time I see them. That's, is their, that, that's their purpose to get connected uh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> so gross, man. Because <laughs> yeah. it looks like every picture I see is like they're flying around connected even. Yeah. They're flying around that's, like that. Yeah. They fly around. Exactly, man. That's exactly. weird, bro. Yeah, that's the only time you see them. And they're like all over everything. They're like swarming Dude, cars it, it, and houses yeah, and yeah. everything. This poor dude's mm -hmm. trying to scrape him off his windshield and he's covered in them. Oh, man. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that. I'm she good, was having dude. a field day over there with some love bugs. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't need to go to, I don't need to go to Louisiana anymore. I'm good. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I you, don't go, hey, you don't want to go merc some whitetails? Nope. Eat some, go noodling, get, nope. get some catfish? Yeah, me. I'd, I'd catch me a snapping turtle or something noodling. <laughs> <laughs> well i guess uh what what else you got there free corner <laughs> uh that's i i guess i was gonna I, I was wondering actually where do you guys think or what do you think about the uh, next revolution in automobiles right oh interesting i never i haven't even thought about that uh yeah i, yeah, I don't know I'm, I'm the guy that like i don't even i don't even want an automobile i don't i want to I'm one of the crazy guys. I've said it before. I'm one of these crazy guys that thinks the only reason we still have cars is because we have subsidized roads. And that if we stopped taxing everybody and we stopped having subsidized roads, we would have, we would have moved on past the automobile technologically by now. We would have had a better way to get around, whether that be like through personal jetpacks or helicopters or, you know, I don't know. I'm just, this is just things I think of, right? Like, like we have automobiles because we have roads, you know, right. Right. And, and those roads are free and subsidized free with air quotes. Right. Um, because, you know, your, your first basic rule of economics is, you know, or one of your first rules of basic rules of economics is like when you subsidize a specific behavior, expect more of that behavior. Right. So mm -hmm. we, we've subsidized roads. So, and we're bailing out auto manufacturers, right. Under the Obama administration, we saved what GM and Dodge. Right. Uh, I say we, I didn't have anything to do with it except they used my tax money to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, instead of just letting those people go belly up and, see what comes from that. I mean, that's what the market does, right? It, we, you know, it kills itself and re rebirths itself with new technology and better things over and over again. But uh, we haven't allowed it to do that. I don't know if that's where you wanted to go, but you say cars. No, that's no, that's right where I, my car, that's where, right where my brain goes when you talk yeah. about cars. Because I've got two cars that I like. I don't get me wrong. I enjoy the vehicles that I have. But uh, I know I only have them because I've got roads to drive on. And if I didn't have roads to drive on, there would be something better for me. I thought we would be seeing Back to the Future by now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. dude. We're, we're so technologically you know, you know that You know that hoverboard and that flying car, that was like 2015. Yeah. So. You know, Back to the Future. Yeah, they lied to us, man. We were supposed to have hoverboards and flying cars by now. So let me ask you guys this. What <laughs> industry makes the most profit? Dude, I don't know, man. 
the, the oil and gas. Industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. So, I was gonna so be, that's why we call it the petrodollar. I, I, that was going to be my right, guess if I had to, but I don't right. have any numbers or figures to back it up. Well, right. Well, that's the that's the reason why that uh, what what happened to uh, Nikola Tesla, Nikola's te- Tesla. Tesla. Yeah, Nikola Tesla. Had, yeah. He, he essentially had wireless technology, and they come yeah. in and said, "No, yeah, you you we're not going to have this yet." Exactly. No. So, well, he was the so, AC guy, right? So he was the alternating yeah. current guy, and then you yeah. had uh, you had uh, Edison, Edison was the DC guy, right? Right. So he had the direct current stuff. So what what I find <laughs> funny is now all of our homes run on alternating current, right? And all of the Tesla automobiles run on direct current because they're right. battery. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's you like it's right. like I just think that's you know for my own you know my own yeah that was it's a bit all right yeah. yeah well so basically the the main reason why we don't have flying cars yeah because the deal is i mean and now this is according to just the research that i did it's already available right the technology the the patents have been created Uh, there's there's over like five thousand or more there's i know there's at least five thousand patents that have never been released to the public simply because of this very thing the oil industry owns all of them too <clears throat> so they can't let something like that because you know that would totally be shooting themselves in the foot yeah i think though right now we're seeing the beginnings of change or at least we were until this whole thing now is taking it over but uh but yeah that's really the reason why i believe um the the yeah because i mean even back in the 40s man a lot of this i mean think about tesla tesla had all this information uh, all this uh yeah. uh technology yeah and it it didn't need a digital screen for it right yeah yeah you see the uh i forget the guy's name but there's a dude that created a car that ran on water yeah stanley meyer yeah yeah they shut yeah. him down he died yeah, well, he yeah, he was likely poisoned. So yeah. he was he was eating. He he was in a restaurant. He stood up. This is what the witnesses said. He stood up and said, "They poisoned me," and ran outside and fell outside on the on the ground dead. So what this guy, <clears throat> what was the name? Stanley Meyer. He yeah. he he created a car that literally ran on water. Yeah, yeah. So so it's the process is called electrolysis, right? So yeah. You know what he does. What he did. He, Functionally, that's was, how you get that's how you get your <clears throat> hydrogen fuel cells too, is through electrolysis. We separate the hydrogen, oxygen atoms, and water, right? And that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, this Similar is a little that. bit different because, uh, so essentially, the space shuttle, the the way they get the fuel, they use the same process. They just use a, an electric current to break apart the 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 hydrogen and oxygen atoms, right? Um, what Stanley Meyer did. The difference was that he created on-demand uh, creation. So this particular injector that he had would you put you put water in your tank when it went to your engine right before it came out the injector, it would get separated at that point, creating something called HHO gas. Now HHO gas uh, was create was was first found by a scientist. His last name was Brown. I, I can't remember his first name, but they called it Brown's gas initially mm-hmm. and stanley meyer just worked off of that oh, okay. uh, however yeah. he didn't share his schematics on how he created these injectors he didn't uh, you know because the problem is is that the water and uh, the water uh, the, the the bond between the hydrogen and oxygen in water is extremely strong uh, it's because of how the atoms are actually uh, balanced right because 
they want to be together. So there has to be a process that actually loosens the bond. Yeah. And then you use electricity to break it apart. To break it. Yep. Yeah. Because otherwise you're using brute force, which actually takes more power than you're going to get from uh, the burning of the, uh, of the, uh, of the gas. So, uh, you know, if you look it up, I mean, it's, I, I was really big into that uh, about 10 years ago, I think it was. Mm. There's, there's a ton of information on how you can create it there. You can actually create your own cells using uh, stainless steel plates and everything. It's pretty interesting, man. I, I was going to build one, but they're, they're just too inefficient. Yeah. Whew. That's interesting. I, I pulled them up. I just pulled them. I'm, I'm just kind of reading through. I don't have enough that I can share, but I'm just reading through this stuff as you guys are talking. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff. Interesting. Yeah. There's um, fuel, the water fuel cell, Stanley Myers, water fuel cell. There's a whole yeah. Wikipedia page on it. Of course they say that, uh, that his, that, that Myers claims about his water fuel cell and the car that it powered were found to be fraudulent by an Ohio court in 1996. Yeah. I, I figured, you know, off and on, you just kind of got to take some things with a grain of salt. Of course it's going to say that I can't confirm or deny obviously without more research, but it's, I'll tell you uh, what, if, if we can figure out how that dude that made Coral Castle in Florida, if we can figure out what he did, we, we, we could patent that and uh, ride all the way to the moon. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I find it interesting that they even say it's a, uh, uh, it's a fuel cell. I mean, that's... Well, that's, it's Wikipedia, dude. Guys can yeah, say whatever they want. Exactly. On there, right? yeah. it's, it's just, but, but it's what it speaks to is the disinformation that's yeah. Yeah, get, yeah. You know, put out there. It's just complete disinformation, man. So you're, it already, from the beginning, it'll have you going down the wrong trail yep. anyway. Yep. <laughs> so it's, it's I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But wow. interesting stuff, guys. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That was, this stuff. this has been a good chat. Yeah. I um I, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I want to <laughs> say other stuff, man. I just I'm just really reluctant to. I, I don't. No, wanna, I get you. Yeah. Hey, but, we're we're gonna we're gonna uh, be tackling tackling you in the DMs though. Yeah, we are. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're gonna do that. Um. We're gonna we're gonna talk. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do a little more research on on uh, what was that one that we want to talk? We I already forgot. I already forgot. We gotta remember. Five hundred one C three. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna go down that road. Five hundred one C three. Yep. Five hundred one C three. I'm writing it down because if I don't write it down, I forget it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Are we good? We got more to chat. What do you want to talk about? I got no time limit here. So if we're good, that's fine with me. If you want, if you want to, you know, peel open another banana, let's do it. Yeah. This is going to be a uh, free corners uh, wild card round right, right. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, I, I do have to go. My wife okay. is, uh, I told her I'd only be on an hour and yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to go too far. We've gone a little farther than that. Yeah. 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 yeah and, and this is fine. Uh, I just don't want to get beat up. She's, she's small, but she hits hard. I know. Mm -hmm. I got one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Dude, that was great. Great. I'm glad you. I'm glad you came on. We'll we'll definitely reach back to you and uh, and and try to uh, maybe maybe pull another one together because I yeah let's do a little more time put a little more time on this 501c3 maybe we'll have you back and we'll just go down that rabbit hole. What do you think? Sounds good to me. All right, yeah. buddy. Yeah, absolutely, man. Definitely uh, uh, appreciate you guys inviting me on. Hey, um, no worries. Yeah, I might even have to ask you to come on my channel if I uh, do a live stream with me sometime. If you that, that if you sounds fun. To. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and plug what you got. Let's uh, plug your YouTube channel and everything, dude. Plug, plug yeah, everything just, you uh, have. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really, it's just uh, I am uh, Freecoiner on uh, YouTube, or you, or you can type in Mr. Freecoiner. 
Uh, and uh, my Twitter is FreeCorner1. So that's really about all I have. Awesome. 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 It was a all pleasure. Right. Thank you so much. Hey, man, you're welcome. I, I appreciate it as well. Mahalo, my brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does that mean, by the way? Thank you. Let me oh, okay. You. Okay. But, awesome. But it's on all the garbage cans here. So when you first move to Hawaii, you think it means trash. A mahalo. Oh. Yeah. Can you can you throw this can you throw this in the mahalo for me, please? Yeah. yeah. That's a good way to piss off a local too. What are you talking about? Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I would say I would just say peace or shalom. There you go. Uh, yeah. Easy day. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, if it, there's nothing else uh, you guys want to ask me, then we're good, baby. All right. All man. right. Thanks. Have a good one. Thank hey, you. you too. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Unshackled Liberty. Now's the time where we have to pay some bills. And, and, and I guess, what do, they, what do they say? Pay some bills, clean up shop. I don't know. What, is, what do you just kind of... Sweepers, sweepers, man, your brooms. <laughs> we just kind of pimp all your stuff, right? So like, yeah. so, like, if you wanted to, if you felt like you wanted to do this and you wanted to help us out financially, uh, we won't say no. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash unshackled liberty where we have a patch club. I think it's $3 a month. And we'll send you our... our uh, send you our morale patch it's like a velcro patch you can put on your stuff it's kind of dope um if you like our dope. if you like our show logo you're gonna like the the uh the patch because that's what it looks like and uh, and then of course you can also support us at anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty that's uh those are the guys that actually put together or distribute the uh the podcast for us but you know what's cool about anchor.com nope nope no nope, wrong one anchor.fm slash unshackled liberty is you can leave a message for us um, I kind of think that's a cool thing. You can go in there, you can leave us a voicemail. You should leave us some voicemail. Yeah. And if it's cool, we'll play it, man. I mean, if you're dropping F-bombs and you're like saying nasty stuff, we're just kind of like, thanks, but no thanks. But man, if it's... We'll if it's, laugh about it, but yeah, it yeah. we can't use it. Yeah, we'll, we'll laugh between the two of us and, and whatnot. <laughs> but we're not going to put it on the show. But man, if you leave us something funny, something stupid something intellectual right i don't know yeah. even something uh give us a message yeah we want to hear from you we'll, we'll where drop are it. you yeah who, who are, are you? you who are you yeah yeah and then of course um you've heard us do it before and we're, we're going to keep doing it if you guys are musicians and you want to send us an mp3 of some of your original work um you can send it to unshackled.liberty at gmail.com yeah and uh Where's our bass players? Where's our guitars? Where's the keyboardist? Where's exactly. our flute players? Harps. Where's our, I want a jazz Bagpipes. Jazz, jazz flute. Yeah. Well, piccolo <laughs> even. It doesn't matter. Anything. We, we, we want to <laughs> provide a platform for you creative people to, to express yourself. Yeah, dude. If you guys play a mean ukulele, let's hear it. Let's hear it. So, so there's that. So you can send us that email. Uh, we'll play it. Um, so that's it, right? I think anything else we're missing? If you want to follow if you if we want to follow you on Twitter, who 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 do we who do we follow there, Gumbo? I am at Crypto Gumbo on Twitter. And I am at Q underscore abolitionist, and we have a show page at unshackled underscore L. And we're most active on on Twitter, but uh, but you I, I have a little Facebook page that I almost never use, and that's really just to distribute the uh, the the show on Facebook. But if you guys wanted to follow us, we're most active on Twitter. Um, 
and we'd love we to chat. We also have a Discord, Unshackled Liberty Discord, but uh, we still have to build upon it a little bit more, but it's still there. It's kind of like entry level, guys. You're dealing with, I mean, yeah, we're, we're Gen Xers, but we're kind of on the, kind of on like, uh, you know, we, we don't we don't understand a lot of that stuff, man. <laughs> not allowed, am I not allowed to say that? All right. I'm just joking, man. All right. So anyway, hey, thanks for your listenership, guys. And uh, we hope to hear from you. Mahalo.